and welcome to wrestling and this week we are talking about wrestling and elimination chamber and i know a lot of you guys watched the show you also had battle in the valley this weekend but some great stuff uh from wwe this weekend on a nice saturday show um joining me is the legend himself in ring at in ring art justin how are you justin I'm doing all right. Uh, recovering from COVID um, that I finally Oof. got this week after about three years of it being a thing. Um, I guess I had a good run without it. Um, tested negative we did, yesterday. You, you, so. had a, you had a good run, kid. Yeah. You had a good run, kid. Tested but, uh, negative. Sometimes after you have to do the job. About five, I had it for five days, I guess. But I still am not 100%. But, and it wasn't that awful of a case. It's just something that I feel like it's going to take me a while to get all the way back to normal. Um, if you did the job to COVID, does that mean that you're dead? I would imagine. Hmm. It's just something for the audience to think about here. Yeah. So we were talking, uh, I mentioned us talking Elimination Chamber, which you caught this weekend, right? Yes, I did. I caught it a little bit last night and a rest today. Awesome. I, I also saw the show. And before we get into the show, uh, we were kind of having a... Uh, a backstage conversation about AEW and WWE uh, and like the competition going on between them. Now, I, I, this is like something that I have not really wanted to often get into on the podcast because you hear enough of it on Twitter, um, you know. But I think Justin and I, we, we have, we try to be, we try to be objective, right? We try to always, yeah. You know, we we have our biases just like anyone. Yes. But uh, you know, we've. We've we've been there to see the starting of AEW. We were rooting for it, uh, all that good stuff. But there's been a big shift in the last. I mean, it's been going now for almost like six months, maybe. But you know, really since uh, since McMahon left the company, and we've seen this huge shift. And uh, we both have kind of our opinions on the quality of the product right now. So why, why don't you tell me kind of what you think when you talk about like the comparison of wwe to AEW. well first of all john i have a journalism degree so i have to be biased i have to oh. be, i have to be objective and see things down the middle so see well that well <laughs> I do although we biases, would never call but... ourselves journalists but uh <laughs> that's good so he knows the process you know all know. the the uh editorial process i know how to okay. get both sides of a story and how to like you know you have to find out both sides even if you have a bias you, you heard you it here find it you out, heard so. it here first well, anyways, justin is a journalist <laughs> of course you know we were just kind of saying like AEW's been around for three years now and with the type of wrestling that we like as we all know that if you've listened to more than one episode is you know we love the new japan product which is really hot right now and we'll still say i think it's the best thing going right now and that hasn't been the case for the last three years consistently well, it's heating up. I wouldn't call it. Well, I guess they right just now. Had, I think uh, it's better uh, than both Mercedes AEW and I. I you know. but I, dude, I'll, I'll, I'm almost always just uh, just the way that Japanese wrestling is. I'm Presented. always gonna yeah have kind of a bias for sure. That. Like yeah. le less of the promos yelling at each other and stuff like that. It's it's heating up. Um, but when we're just specifically talking about AEW and WWE, um, I would venture to say that. AEW's in a little bit of trouble right now. Um, is it is it permanent or are they going and burning to the ground? I wouldn't say that at all. 
but it's always a possibility, yeah, dude. Never yeah. say never. Right. Bigger things have failed. Um, absolutely. Um, but I think AEW's in a little bit of a problem because I think for the first time in the three years that AEW's been around, that WWE is clearly putting together a better product right now. Um, and if, in my opinion, that's almost probably the first time in three years, like, where you can say, you know what, WWE is better right now, where I'd rather watch what's going on, where I got really fired up for a WWE pay-per-view to watch Elimination Chamber, and I haven't really had that feeling for, for our AEW for a while, but to be fair, they, when's the last pay-per-view they even had? Um, their, their big shows are so few and far between, and they don't really have something to time out with everything. They had... WWE's had about two or three big shows since they've had their last pay-per-view. Well, right? they do they do have different models as far as that goes, but to to the to credit what you're saying, AEW or WWE has like made a lot of these big shows like really destination shows that you have to watch. I mean, and it, it's all I think like Clash of the Castle, you like that one really kicked it off where it's like okay, like almost all of the pay-per-views are becoming like must watch where before dude how many pay-per-views went by where we made jokes about them like oh did you watch this one and you're like Huh-huh. you know when you look back look at shows like stomping grounds yeah oh they like were that. awful back- but it could also just be the time of year like this is when wwe should be putting out their best product between the world oh, and yeah. wrestlemania so um but i don't remember last year saying to myself at this time Wow, WWE is really doing some great things right now because they weren't. I don't remember saying that since yeah. NXT started. You yeah, know? right. So that's another thing too. It could just be that WWE is just really picked up, and maybe AEW. But at the same time, I saw you tweet it, and I totally agreed with you. I love MJF. I love every promo he does. He's fantastic. But the whole booking of him is getting a little stale where it's like, okay, if you want to fight me, you have to do the five-level video game boss thing. Mm-hmm. And he's doing that mm-hmm. for every opponent, and it's just getting a little stale. And, you know... And th- there's more, There's more, and, and you know this too, it's like, and, and credit to the Reddit post, because the Reddit post that I read, which I was surprised to see, it said something like, AEW, AEW storytelling is horrible right now, or something. And I was like, huh? You know what it and makes me like, think? Is it makes me think? Well, you gotta, oh, gotta go let me give the guy point. credit. Sorry, real quick. yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, so they and he wrote like a, a two page thing uh, going into detail, and I actually read it. It had six thousand upvotes, and I was like, actually, this guy's kind of right. You know, he brought up Jade Cargill. What a weird, weird, awkward position she's been in. You know, he brought up the MJF, one of the best performers in the world, and how he's getting, you know, put in the same storyline every fucking couple months. You know, it's so, funny, but their okay. women's division has never really been greatly booked um, the whole time, to be honest with you. The women's division in WWE has been way better booked, usually, than AEW's. And Yeah, especially, especially lately, with but, the whole, like, Soraya and all the weird... Tell me what you think of this. Do you think that they're really starting to hurt from... I'm not necessarily saying... Okay, I'll just flat out say it and tell me if this makes sense. Them missing CM Punk right now hurts because Tony Khan might have had him plugged in for a bunch of stuff at this point and not having him has kind of made them have to scramble and get creative with other things and that's kind of struggle. There's no doubt that... 
CM, the absence of CM Punk is a huge hole. I mean, there's absolutely no doubt. Do I know if they had it? Well, I mean, he is a long-term booker, right? So he's probably had plans. Yeah, he probably had like, okay, how long is he going to... He might have been champion right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's I what mean, I'm saying. They, but he had he was without the Elite and CM Punk for a good amount of time, and their product wasn't that bad during that stretch. John Moxley held it down for sure. Yeah, Moxley's um, on his a uh, little well-deserved hiatus right now. Am I right, or is he still there every week? I, I think he wrestled in fucking like he's doing indies lately or something. Like okay, that. so okay, I don't think he takes breaks, dude. Yeah, it's like he has a, a month off and then he goes and wrestles indies. But um, I, I, so. I've seen Tony show some signs of being a little agitated, especially when he was going off on Ariel Harlani the other day. Um, yeah, that was interesting. So and I, then... I, I see things with Tony where he does. I mean, I think he's a great dude and all that stuff, but Tony Khan seems a little bit uh, easily, I wouldn't say unhinged, but he seems a little uh, easily distracted sometimes. Well, with things. look, I'll tell you this, man. It, you know, I was listening to Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer today, and he was saying, you know, it is a wrestling war, dude, and like. WWE kind of tries to pretend there isn't one, but then they do snarky shit. Uh, where, where, like with the Errol Hawani, did you see how they announced him at uh, at the yeah, WWE Michael show Cole said the unbiased or something like that, right? Who who will ask you the hard questions even if you don't want to answer them? So I mean, they're just making fun of Tony Khan, and you know, backstage there's a lot of real hatred, shit, bro. Like people actually don't like each other, is which is what I've heard. Like they they. You know, if you put your whole life in a WWE, dude, you'd be offended by AEW, you know? I mean, yeah. I hate to say it, but you got your Bruce Pritchards and those type of dudes who think it's just a fucking joke. Yeah, I think so, a lot of it is they just, they, you know, they're offended by the idea that someone can just come along and think that they can just come at it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And take talent yeah. and just... uh. And, and you know, what is he? He's a fucking money mark, right? He's a money mark, dude. And how many, they'll always say, how many money marks have tried to start their own promotion and never gotten traction, you know? Um, but they did, it, AEW did get traction. But yeah, it, it's it's become, it is kind of weird. Like a lot of the storylines are have become just kind of awkward where you'll ask yourself like, wait, what, what happened or how, how what's going on here? I mean, the, the JAS stuff, like with, uh with ricky starks like dude that's been like so weird like every week there's it's like wait didn't ricky beat uh chris jericho and now you know and and what's going on with like what's going on with danny garcia where he was supposed to you know leave the jas and then he went back in and then he kind of lost his momentum there the same thing with the uh, wheeler yuda right uh blackpool combat club is a combat club named after a dude that's in wwe and it's like you know wheeler yuda was supposed to be this like big per learning big person learning under them and what really has become of them i you know not much man yeah so there's a lot of stuff that is as we see it going on like you thought it would deliver but it hasn't delivered it hasn't these goals haven't been reached yeah it just makes you know that i the the uh a lot of things must have come to tony by surprise and he hasn't that's one tangible you have to have as a wrestling booker is you ha if when people leave you have to have you have to react on the fly and it seems like he's struggled and been surprised by when regal left 
when the CM Punk and the yeah. elite, like he hasn't been able to handle that, it seems like, or he's had a hard time with it. I'm not saying that he shouldn't. It sounds like those are very difficult things to deal with, especially if you have. It sounds like a very hard job, especially when you yeah. work two other jobs. I don't want it. Uh, um, <laughs> but, but but you're you're right. I mean, yeah. I remember WWE. They had to have Triple H win the fucking Royal Rumble one year, right? Because right. there were so many everyone was hurt that were out. I think Roman was dealing with tuberculosis at the time. and uh, I think he had a hernia you know, or something. No, not tuberculosis. Leukemia. So, dude, he'd be dead if he had that. Leukemia. No. no. It was what? Cancer of the blood? Is that leukemia? Well, that was leukemia. I think that was after that. He had that during the pandemic, I thought. Um, okay. I okay. think Maybe it was a different injury. I think Roman had like a hernia or he... Remember he, had, he got popped for uh, performance enhancing or something. He okay. failed a drug yeah, test. Yeah, something like that. And but then Seth Rollins tore up his knee. Yep. Uh, you know, it was a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And they kind of made it work. It wasn't that memorable, but it also wasn't something where people were like, this fucking sucks, you know? Which, no, AEW's not there either. And let's be honest here, AEW generally still has better actual in-ring wrestling in general. But yes, I've said yes. this, and I, you, I think you would agree, Wrestling in the long run really is not the main important thing. The main important thing is like storylines that are compelling that people have to watch. You know, that's really what matters. Especially if it's for an awesome match on top yeah. of that. If it's an awesome match on top, even better. Like they do in New Japan. But <clears throat> right now, you know, who's delivering the more compelling story? And obviously, the bloodline thing is like the hottest thing in wrestling. It's like a whole fucking movement. It's this huge thing. And it's awesome. And it makes you, like, I know you and I, we were like, we have to see this Sami Zayn match, dude. We have to watch mm -hmm. this. Where, you know, I, I don't feel that way that often about a lot of uh, AEW shows. I'm not like, now if it's Takeshita, yeah, I'll watch that. But even he, like, I would have loved to see him involved in a big story or something like that. But he just keeps losing. So, um, I, I think we both, we both are sitting on the sidelines watching, like you yeah. said. Uh, we'll see what happens, but you know, um, I, 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 it is what it is right now. WWE is is outperforming them in every metric and in opinions too. And I have another um, kind of metaphor for it, and I know it's like it's a different thing. And, and you had something about the video game I wanted to hear so, too. So here's something to think about, and this kind of a metaphor for the problem with AEW right now. Is, I'm getting up, but I can still hear you. So go ahead. Um, and I don't get me wrong, I have not played a WWE video game since. 2k such and such because it was so terrible um and i haven't really been other than playing some fire pro which is a great game but you know those wdb games have been bad to me since you know 2002 or whatever you know no mercy if you want to go back far enough but um oh, those were good but those games got so bad um that they had to take a whole year off right well no what happened was ukes actually Okay, they might have taken a year off, but what happened is Ukes, the company that's making the AEW game, they got tired of making WWE games, um, so they quit, and they got they were like, we're done with WWE games. And what happened was, visual concepts had to come in and put the fucking game together on the fly, and the games were already well known for being glitch fests, and um, that version that visual concepts came out with was so bad what the 2019 was, game or 2020 i think i think around then 29 it's right around then but it was so bad 
like the faces didn't even look like the wrestlers, dude. They looked like freakish and disfigured. And well, stuff. anyway, here's um, the thing: is around the time that WWE was announcing or whatever that they were skipping a year, which was 21. AEW okay. and now I don't know the timeline for sure. Okay, so bear with me, but um, it, it makes kind of sense when you put it this way, but. AEW announced that they were going to come out with this game and it was going to be like the old school wrestling games we all loved and it was, you know, getting right at, you know, the hearts. Mini games. Yeah, right? And it's going to have the old No Mercy style and it's going to use a lot of old things that everyone loves. The Aki engine. The Aki engine and we were like really excited. And here we are um, in 2023 and we're still waiting for that game. And that was at a point where WWE's video game reputation was at an all-time low. And not only did they skip a year, but they've actually come out with two games since, and we're still waiting for that AEW game, which was supposed to come out last year, I believe. I I will say this, as a big video game guy, I'm guessing I know a little bit more on the gaming side of things. I, I say this, dude. Making a, a WWE game when you were with Visual Concepts or Aki back then, or Ukes back then, I mean, they already had most of the assets, you know, uh, to put the game together year after year. But you got to understand, I mean, AEW, to their, to their giving mm-hmm. them some sympathy here, they are making a game from scratch, which is a, a, a colossal, you know, a colossal. They are making game. a game from scratch, is what you're saying. So, so, yeah, they're, they're making a game from scratch. And so. You know what takes a lot of fucking time is just getting the the models for the wrestlers. You know. You oh no no have listen. To have them scan. I, and... I'm not saying any of that stuff isn't taking place, but I'm just saying it's a metaphor. Like you know, we talked about those factors: Tony losing CM Punk, losing uh, William Regal, not having the elite for so long. Lost Andrade pretty much too. Right. Those are all things that you can't really control mostly. Yeah. But. Those are still factors that when I look, I look at it, I said, you announced a game four years ago that hasn't come out yet, or whatever it is, and the predecessor who was going to delay a game when you announced it has come out with two games since, and is coming out with another one right before, you know, they've come out with two games since you've been able to come out with one. And I don't care, I know that you're saying, yeah. they can, I understand those factors, but that's not good. Um, if you're competing, it is a with bad someone. look. The the game itself has had a rocky kind of history. I mean, we've already seen that it, it like no one knows when it was going to come out. We kept talking about it. I I think a while ago I was like, no, I think it's coming out next week. Yeah, <laughs> something. Well, and we're like no. Yeah, there's never been hasn't been updates. Um, I know that it was supposed and to come I'll, out in November, and then it was supposed yeah. to come out in February. And now it's just. And then, says, like, you hear things, oh, it's like, bro, it's not a visa issue. We're not talking a wrestler. They're like, yeah. no, it's a visa issue. Uh, you, you know, though, uh, man, um, it scares me a little bit because games that go into development hell this way, there's a reason they're in development hell, bro, and it's often because they're not good. And it's not because CM Punk's on the cover, it. that's a quick Photoshop. Uh, job yeah, you finish. delete all his assets. Or if you stuff, don't want him in the game, you just take him out of the game. Like I don't know why they would take him out of the game. They can you know data miners are gonna fu- data miners are gonna find the CM Punk assets deep in the code. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's just it it doesn't matter. But now it's no. I get you as a metaphor. Yes, yeah, it looks bad. It looks bad, and I've heard that those games have improved. 
Um, I haven't played the new ones yet. Have you played the 22 or 23? Well, obviously you haven't played 23. It's not out yet. Fuck no, dude. Haven't I haven't played a WWE game since 2012. Okay, okay. So I, I haven't no... played them. But I have seen... I, I heard they got better. I yes, heard they got better. I've heard that this one is, is pretty uh, drastically improved from their last effort. So that, you know, so they are... So they're coming... They've come out with... They've somewhat very improved on their terrible game. Uh times two almost now that they're going to come out with since you guys announced yours and have kind of gone dull on. So they haven't been able, and right now is it's a bad time because WWE is already in a, and that's another problem is too, is AEW doesn't really have like a signature time of year or a pattern where people that's can a bit, know. That's a, that's a big problem. You know, they, I think all out has become that, but I don't, really, it's not marketed as that, right? Is it Labor Day weekend? Is that what it is? It's either Double or Nothing or All Out would be their signature show. But the yeah. thing is, is you're right. They have not marketed as such, right? They haven't, you know, it's not marketed as, this is AEW's biggest night yeah. of the year where every other fucking sport has that, dude. And we're not talking a, wrestling. We're talking sports. And as cheesy as Wrestle Kingdom is as a name, it's like, I can tell that's a... I don't think that's cheesy. But I'm just saying that's an event like I can tell all out. It's these are all like poker terms and I know that I it, like they're not really they're just WrestleMania. You could call it WrestlePalooza for all I give a fuck, dude. As yeah, long as you, you let me know that it's the biggest yeah. event of the year. You know, it would give me and Justin more of it would probably make us want if we ever did travel to an AEW show, it'd be cool to know we're going to the biggest one of the yeah. year. And it's like Dude, uh, Ring of Honor has their biggest show, you know, Final Battle. Right. And it's just, it is it is weird. It's like, I think that Tony thought, oh, well, organically, we'll create our biggest show of the year. But if you're trying to make every pay-per-view a huge show, how, how can you do that? Uh, I, I agree. I, it's just, like I said, all sports have their biggest time of the year. Mm -hmm. All sports do. Playoffs and all uh, that, fucking, yeah fucking minor league baseball has their biggest time of the year it's like yeah that that's an interesting observation that i i totally agree with and uh, i don't think they have any i haven't seen any kind of action to, to make it that you know yeah because um, you can't ask somebody hey what's your favorite aw pay-per-view like yeah, i know, I know. you're like years, well, which one but it's like We've done, we haven't, you know, maybe AEW doesn't have enough of history, but we've done wrestling and the Royal Rumble. We could do a whole episode on the Elimination Chamber. We can do a whole episode on Hell in a Cell. Yeah, and if know. we did, like, a whole thing on Double or Nothing, it'd be like, well, all we're doing is reviewing random pay-per-views, you know? Yeah, it doesn't, like, it, maybe there's just not of a enough of a collection or pattern of that yet. There's probably, there's years, probably but. not, and, and we, I'm sure we both hope that we can do you know, uh, wrestling and all out in five years. And we could talk about all in and how all in affected, you know, all of that. And then we could talk about CM Punk. And, but I guess it's, you're right. It might be a new thing. Um, the other thing I want to say too, is the shine wears off eventually on anything new, right? Yeah. Like the shine wears off and the honeymoon this is, period. I think a, yeah. And I think there's a pivotal point here happening with WWE being so hot where finally the hardcore fans are starting to not like AEW as much. Where hardcore fans were the people who started AEW, you know, uh, we were the people who pushed it. And we also, we all wanted AEW to succeed because it was the first competitor. But now we're in this 
place where it's like we're used to it now, you know? Right. So you're going to, I think, and you know, I think they're going to get a, in all what? honesty, in that time period too, WWE has come out with more compelling things. They've signed guys like Joanna Bronson Reed back, and they've put guys like Johnny Gargano in, in on main shows. And uh, they've, well, I think, they've, just having Akira Tozawa wrestle again is awesome to and me. Dude. That's the he number one factor. He was such a joke character. He was a joke yeah. for years. No, now, I mean they've uh, they've I think they've actually like we said when it first happened. I I I it, I think you know it's fair enough to say I don't think Vince has really been involved much with the day to day product. I don't think so. He's but, been back, but, well, but um, you know you know like butterfly effect. You know that concept, yeah. right? Yeah. Who thought that Vince sticking his dick in a lady like years twenty years ago or whatever would result? in the bloodline one day if you think about it yeah well that's the thing is we told we said when it first happened and even a few months after this was going to take a little bit of time and at least yeah it was not going to be instant because it takes time to build uh and there's a lot of there's a lot of things you have to clean up and rebuild oh, with yeah. people like ricochet let's say um you know who who got built up to being somebody a little more legitimate in recent memory and you know. yeah he's he's finding he's finding an actual spot on the mid card where he's not a loser yeah and uh, you know even people like braun Strowman look really good lately dude like braun Strowman was a joke character to me for so long now they put him with ricochet he's he's kind of goofy but like he's a baby face and stuff and i'm like okay i can kind of get behind this this is kind of cool actually a lot of these guys are i mean i'll say it again and again like uh, Sami Zayn was like my favorite babyface from NXT ever, dude. And I never thought he would be that babyface again, um, ever. Huge. And Triple H got that control. And obviously, it's not just Triple H because this story started before that. But yeah, they went with it. They went with it. They let it and, go longer um, than a month or something that Vince would have gave it. Um, that's for sure. Yeah. And and that's how long it was supposed to last for originally, by the way. Right. It was supposed and then, to be a quick shot. Other stuff like letting Oscar paint her face like the clown, right? Oscar's so fucking good. Yeah, she's but, incredible. Yeah. And yeah, there was we'll talk about it in a second. But that whole match, she was like doing that that smile the whole time. She scares me. <laughs> yeah, and I she's like great. it. Yes. Uh, why don't yeah, well? It was great. Uh, yes, I, I think uh, we both generally agree on this. I want to tell our listeners here. You know. Uh, we're watching. We're just watching from the sidelines, and we'll we we support. I think something we've agreed on is we care kind of less about companies and more about the wrestlers themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like that's, that's we fair, yeah. we want to see good wrestlers wrestle, mm-hmm. and no matter what banner it's under, we'll support that. Absolutely. And, um, so you know, we'll we're we're still watching both. Don't get it twisted here. We're watching mm-hmm. whatever you know. If there's good wrestling and it's in Mexico City. We're watching that, dude. So um, yep. we, we, we're just, you know, it's interesting because we're really chronicling a history of, of this new company and this new idea and all that stuff. So uh, although this is our opinion now, we could be singing a different song in a month from now. So we will wait and see. Right? Absolutely. So, um, yeah, moving on from that, a couple big news here before we jump into Elimination Chamber. Uh, Jay White's done. He is done with New Japan. That's true. He yeah. lost a loser leaves New Japan match to Eddie Kingston. Great match, by the way. Very emotional. 
Mm -hmm. and he's gone. Um, It kind of sucks for New Japan. Actually, it really sucks for them. Uh, What do you see him doing, dude? Any idea at all? uh, They had David Finley come out and attack him afterwards, right? Yeah, and he told him, like, fucking, you know, we, we came up as young lions together, and you ruined this opportunity. Okay, well, that's so interesting. Pushed, it's interesting. I, There's I, been rumors of uh, David Finley, who's I think his father still works with WWE, right? Yeah, but they've... But him and fucking Juice Robinson have both, like, worked reporters a lot and told him, like, I'm... Right. I think Finley told... Uh, or Juice told, uh, oh, he told Brian the, Alvarez, he's like, he was, yeah, I'm, uh, he, he just house lied, husband. you know. Yeah, well, that was, yeah, that was, that. And then he came back with the Bullet Club. I think, And he was at, at Battle in the Valley, too, as Bullet Club. I think the way that I've heard Jay White's contract ac- expiration and all that times out perfectly with just after WrestleMania. So um, it could match up well for being a Raw after WrestleMania debut. Um. He's got a lot of upside for a WWE guy. Jay White, a lot of upside, and I think we've said it on the show before. He wrestles. People a, have said it, but I don't. A I, WWE I, style. I, I don't all the way agree. To me, he's a strong style wrestler, but yeah, he does roll. He did his roll out of the ring. He does Very the roll out. He's vocal during the the, the matches. He's yeah. very uh, emotionally. Uh, you know, he can. I think he can go to a TV WWE style. I think he would fit in just fine. And his character so, is fantastic. He won't be able to cuss in his, his uh, you know. No, but um, it's all about the intention behind your yeah. words, not not all. I think, um, I think if I'm Triple H, I'm salivating over a guy like that. And you can get if him. If I'm in, Triple H, he's not going to NXT. No. He's going no, to no, WWE. No, no. He's going at the top of your card and. You're, he's going to have to be a babyface at first, and you can throw him against Roman or whoever comes out of that right away if you wanted to. Um, I just, I just have... had another ran, random thought, though. NXT really kind of has become developmental again, hasn't it? Well, that was the NXT 2.0 thing. Oh, yeah, that, that was the whole intention like, you do, and, and the fact that you don't I don't have your big is on the show. Yeah, exactly. Like you, Before, the big indie stars would debut in NXT, and they don't do that anymore. Anyways, just a side no. thought. But uh, no. no, yeah, Jay White, I could see him in WWE. Uh, AEW has too many guys, and they really have already having issues with those guys they have. So I don't think it would work there. But if it did, he would be able to to wrestle New Japan guys again. So that's yeah. a big one on the side too. Well, you know? and you can put him with the you can put him with AJ Styles and uh, Gals and Anderson. You can. Throw him, you can throw him with Jonah as two guys from New Zealand, um, or you can just throw him out there by himself. Yeah, there's as, a lot as of far options. as WWE. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, a lot of options in AEW. He's already kind of has a connection to the elite a little bit. Yeah, um, you but can. They th- are yeah. kind of baby faces right now. I so. can see him in in AEW. Well, wherever he goes, he's going to be a baby face at first because people are going to be super thrilled to see him. I don't think so, bro. I think he's going to kick someone in the balls immediately. Right? No, but when, when he first comes out, there's going to be that reaction. We will cheer him, and then he'll be like, thank you, everyone, and then he'll kick someone in the balls, and we'll boo him. You know? Well, that, I can't that feels like more of a WWE thing. But uh... 
Well, it, dude, th- this is the other thing that makes me kind of sad is uh, all the wrestling fans online for years are like, just wait till his baby face run comes, bro. Just wait till his baby face run comes. It's going to be the best ever. Never got that. And yeah, it was well, t- hinted at quite a bit. That's a whole other story. They Maybe they were supposed to do it. Or, I mean, they, uh, th- this next yeah, contract. Yeah, quit. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Well, but, I mean, he had a really choppy year uh, with the title. And this last year was very choppy. Yeah. And a lot of that was probably personal reasons with his visa and all that. But even once he got it, he was rarely in the country. And it seemed like, you know, he that's was... That's true. I, I can see him going... The argument to me is, if he goes to AEW, that's going to be probably the best for his schedule. And uh, if he likes oh, yeah. to be at home a that's lot... That's another thing, too. Because he might work not want to go on fucking tour all week. Exactly. Every week. So, I, so, to me... And he'll probably get paid comparably. For the work, absolutely. Um, he'll probably get more yeah. in WWE, but he'll work less days and you know it'll even out but hey mike tyson says that AEW pays more oh really well maybe for what they pay offered him but did I don't you know hear what mike tyson talent. just said bro no he's he said this publicly he's like AEW pays me more but i'd i'd rather do wwe any day but he hasn't he's been like to a... wwe hasn't paid him to do anything since what 1998 or i know but that's what he just said because he's oh. like i love vince mcmahon Okay. Mike, I'm sure you do. Well, anyways, um, so. the, the the bottom line is I can see him going to AEW for the, the calendar and the familiarity of everyone, and there's always that open door familiarity. for him to go back. Familiarity. For him to go back to New Japan. Uh, he could yeah. go back right away if he's just representing AEW, right? Um, yeah, technically he's not allowed in Japan. Yeah, well, there's always ways around that. <laughs> he must, he, he must he, have really not liked Japan to do he, a loser leaves Japan match, bro. He can, he can totally just get that all back with one match. You know what I mean? Uh, loser or winner re-enters Japan. Yeah, beat Tomohiro Ishii, and you're allowed back in Japan match. That was in my head too, but I don't want Ishii banned from Japan, dude. That would suck. No, no, bro. no. He wouldn't. He, he. No, no, no. The only. Thing is, he has to beat a Shii to get back into Japan. Doesn't mean that. Oh, so it'd be some ridiculous. It would be an MJF level of beast to let you get back in. Anyway, there's always ways to go through five whippings. Then you can finally. Okay, I got you. But uh, there's always ways back in. Jay White, or you could, yeah, you could just lie and pretend it never happened. Um, Jay White is leaving New Japan, so we uh, wish you goodbye from New Japan, Jay White. Wish and you good luck, or will, not wish you goodbye necessarily. Was, don't they say luckers for losers? Who says that? Uh, but people. yeah, Jay White uh, heading out. So we'll see where he goes, and we'll talk about it when he shows up, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, we probably won't see him for months. Anyways. He's gonna take a nice little break, I'm sure. Uh, until at least uh, the the soonest I can I can say we see him is the raw after WrestleMania. There you go. Or at WrestleMania so doing something crazy. Crypto.com center. Yeah. Um, another nice little news here. Yuji Nagata just won the Triple Crown Championship. Uh, All Japan's top championship. He just won I, their I top championship him. at 54 years old. I saw him holding up some kind of title on uh, social media. Didn't he recently think, just win Noah's title too? GAC? No. Mm-mm. Or was that someone else? 
Oh, that was uh, Blue. No, it's Satoshi uh, the other Kojima. Guy. Kojima. Satoshi Kojima. Kojima. Okay. Uh, but yeah, right. dude, and supposedly the match was fucking incredible. I I heard some people saying it was sec- the second best match of the year. So I'm gonna have to check that one out. Nagata can still can go, that. dude. Nagata can still go if you. you well, give him and a spot. he's going against Ken. He's going against Kento Miyahara, who's like just always. Always good, right? And him, him like and Kojima has the best headbutts in wrestling. Him and Kojima can still go if they have to. Fuck! Oh fuck yeah, dude! They they, yeah, they never really slowed down. They just got booked to where they seemed like they slowed down, but no, they well, they can still go. And they and I don't think they they don't run it. They they keep themselves a little fresher than guys like. Well, yeah, it's just weird because you see a guy like Tenzan and. Honma, uh, Honma's looked better lately, to be honest. But who else is Tenzan and what's Tenzan and Tenzan looked bad. Not Manobu Nakanishi looked pretty bad in the end there. Right, and so did uh, even Isaka. Like was walking weird, and and I was like, oh, his gimmick is his. I'm like, nah, dude, he's straight up limping, dude. That's not Kojima, just his gimmick, dude. Kojima and, and uh, Nagata have always looked just like. They, you know, they're they've always seemed like they're they're not falling apart at the seams. And even Kojima well, well, didn't he when Juice Robinson got hurt, he had some pretty good matches against Will Ospreay, um, a couple years ago, right? Or he had to replace him. I mean, Kojima just always can go. Except I will yeah. say this quick uh, memory refresher. Do you remember when he fought Desperado and he wasn't used to use he wasn't allowed to use the lariat and he got so pissed he just lariated his ass right. <laughs> and then the match was over. You remember that at all? It was a KOPW match. Oh, was it? No. Okay. It's I don't fine. remember. It's fine. It I was do... no lariats allowed, and he fucking got so pissed he just fucking <laughs> slammed him. I love uh, it. And lost the match. So <laughs> I love that. So yeah, uh, Eugene got a shout outs. If I can find the match, Justin, I will. Uh, Send it well, I guess uh, all of you can go watch all AG, AJPW TV. Um, okay. Next, uh, quick, let me see what we got on time here. Okay, we're doing good. Um, elimination Chamber. We, you just heard us talk about it, everyone, and we're going to talk about it a little more. Um, I saw most of it. I was talking on the phone on a few of the matches, so you're going to have to fill us in on that. It okay. <laughs> uh, was at Montreal at the Bell Center. You ever been to the Bell Center? Never even been to Canada, so... I've oh. been to Canada. I've you tell me I've been there and you haven't? Yes. That's exactly oh, what I'm saying, okay. I guess. Well I'm just saying I haven't been there. Okay. I don't know. Do you know when the first elimination chamber was? Two thousand two at Survivor Series? Yeah. Like that? Yeah. That's right, two thousand two. Okay, now I am now trying to actually find the elimination chamber um uh matches and I can't find them. God damn it! The, the, so for this one, what was the, what was the first match? It, the first match was the women's elimination chamber, right? So yes. we'll start with that. Yeah, I thought um, it was pretty damn good. I, I thought it was great. A lot of good spots. Even my wife was in. The women have really match. been killing it, bro. Like in between yeah. the Royal Rumble and the elimination chamber, like even Carmella looked pretty good. Liv Morgan looked good. They have a very like, I don't know if the best word is diverse roster of styles and looks in the women's division right now, and it's probably the strongest it's been in years. 
Yeah, you got Piper Niven <clears throat> with her getting... Uh, oh, by the way, I, this was funny to me. Do you remember Piper Niven? She came at the Royal Rumble, right? Did you hear the yeah. uh, announcers? They were like, wow, I do drop in sometime. Or they were like, you know I, I what I'm hear, talking about? I don't about? remember that, but I know what the, the They kept the saying, that is. making fun of do, <clears throat> do drop. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. But do drop was not in this match. It was uh, Raquel Rodriguez, Nikki Cross. Yep. Nikki Cross putting in the work, too. Natalia, yeah, or excuse me, Natalia putting in the work. Right. Nikki Cross was good too, but I meant to say Natalia. Yeah. Um, Liv well, Morgan, Carmella. Yeah. Yep, yeah, and Asuka. I thought everyone looked pretty good in this matchup. Raquel yeah. Rodriguez, she's kind of growing on me a little bit. Yeah, she's good. I mean, she's huge and she's got like, she's the monster kind of, you know, and she, she, she's. She's interesting though because she does have, she's this big woman. But, like, she actually has, like, I don't know how to say it. Her face is very feminine and kind of, you know, she doesn't look beastly or anything. She, Ooh, she's, she, like, 6'2". She has a very no, she doesn't. I don't think unless someone, yeah. you know, she's just really tall and, and big, you know, not yeah, yeah, big, big. But you know what I'm saying. She's, you know. Basketball got, player. Yeah. Women basketball, basketball player, player size. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Asuka ended up winning this one. Asuka really just fucked everyone up, dude. Um, yeah, she's fantastic. She was kicking yeah. the shit. So she's changed her moveset now, I believe, um, now that she's Clown Asuka. What, what do we call her? Is it Clown Asuka or is it Kana? What, what, she has a name for that or what? I don't think they've really been saying other than she's got a new little bit of a new look. Um, well, in the, in the history of wrestling clowns, we have Doink. We have Psycho yeah. Clown, and now we have Asuka, right? And so, Pogo the um, Clown, if you go back to the XPW. Ooh, I don't know Pogo the Clown. Yeah, he's pretty We creepy. might have to do an episode on Pogo the Clown. Well, we oh, have to also the ins- Insane Clown Posse, JCW, Juggalo Wrestling, right? Yeah. And they were in WCW. It. Well, Pogo the Clown so. was John Wayne Gacy used that as his... Oh that was no! His clown name. So if you just like do a Google image search of Pogo oh, the Clown, God. XPW, and you should see what I'm talking about. He was like kind of a big deathmatch guy. And uh, Pogo the Clown, XPW, dude. When I looked that up, it just oh and XPW. Yeah, dude. I just opened a whole fucking rabbit hole yeah, of, of clown wrestlers. XP Pogo the Clown does a public service. And, um, and beats up Pogo the Clown. Oh, wow, that's him? Yeah. He's like an old dude. Uh, Bro, he's a bald dude. Yeah. He looks old. But this video is from 2022. Oh, wow. Well, he's doing, uh, he was doing death matches back in the day in XPW and crazy stuff with Sandman or whoever it was. I don't know. Wow. Anyways, there's a little bit of clown wrestler history for you. Yeah. Well, this clown wrestler kicked ass. She won. Asuka won. Um, And it it made me pose the question, like, when did Asuka become a future Hall of Famer? And it's just like, everything came so fast. And she just keeps stacking championships and freaking... She's won everything dude she's won the money in the bank she's won the royal rumble she's won the elimination chamber every yeah. single women's title title yeah. there is yeah. um it's like dude she's like a modern day legend to me 
uh, it really reminds Oscars. you of uh, Ichiro, right? Like he came to the United States middle of his career, and he put up all these amazing numbers that guys that have played two times as long can't even come close to, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, yeah, something like Suzuki. I, I think I read his book actually. Read a book by him in jail, but um, good stuff here. Um, and it, it only got better as far as elimination chamber matches go. Uh, Lashley versus Lesnar. We already knew that that was going to be a short match, right? I mean, yeah, it was kind of a. That's just how Lesnar matches are. I mean, they're obviously going to wrestle again at WrestleMania, right? With some crazy stipulation. Well, here's the th- no. I don't think they are, dude. I think that Bray Wyatt's going to go against Bobby Lashley. But why okay. would they have him kick him in the dick? Like, I, I, I don't. Well, so, Bobby's got to uh, get his clean know, win, I guess. Meltzer said today, and I agree with this, adding uh, adding Bray Wyatt to the Lashley versus Lesnar match makes the match worse. Like, Probably, yeah. I mean, it just doesn't really make sense. I mean, what are they going to have? They had a Mountain Dew match against Eli Drake. What's it going to be? Like, <laughs> a Corn Nuts, like, last Was that the Royal Rumble? Dude, how, wasn't the Royal Rumble like three weeks ago? Was it, or it was it this quick? It was, yeah. Jesus, dude, and and next is WrestleMania, so we have a long break now till WrestleMania. There's no Six fast weeks. lane or roadblock or detour. Not yet. Okay, good. There could okay, be a sure. you know, there could so, be a uh, pothole. There could be a yeah, a fucking roundabout rest stop review. <laughs> yeah, full stop. Brock Lesnar got kicked. No, Bo- Brock Lesnar kicked Bobby Lashley in the balls. Did the cheap shot, and Bobby Lashley won by disqualification. Under five-minute match. Exactly what you expect. Finisher, finisher, spear, spear, barricade. You know. Um, yeah, it was, it was a if quick it's, little if fun it's Lesnar and Lashley and Goldberg, they all have, like, when they wrestle each other, they all have the same match. They have the template, yeah. And it works. Um, Edge, Beth Phoenix against Judgment Day. Judgment Day, another great act that has really picked up since, uh, since yeah, it's, it's come around a little bit. Even uh, Dom Mysterio has been better. Dom, dude, I love Dom. I love that he has, as someone who has been to prison, I love the idea that he went to jail for a night and has become a hardened criminal. That is just so ridiculous that it's hilarious to me. Yeah. He's like, man, you don't know SA. You don't know what we do in there. It's like, dude, you weren't even in there, you fucking pussy. That's uh, anyways, um, and he doesn't even wrestle that much. Uh, uh, like, he could just... Did, did you see when uh, he got the glam slam, Dominic did, and he goes, Mommy! Yeah, I did. That was great. Great. Uh, this match was really good, actually. I missed, like, kind of half of it. But uh, Beth Phoenix and Beth Phoenix and Rhea Ripley beat each other up pretty good, man. Yeah, yeah, and you know Edges look pretty good, man. I know he's had some. Edge looked good. He did a dive, bro. Yeah, Edges look pretty. I mean, for his return, you know, I know some people have criticized him, but I thought he's looked pretty good the whole time. You know, COVID had a lot to do with that too, though, dude. He had one of the worst WWE matches I've ever seen. Yeah, that Randy was. Orton. Right, but I don't think it was because he looked bad. I just thought it was a badly put together Boring. match. Boring, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he also had the greatest match ever, and that was like, it was good, but, you know. Remember that? The greatest match of all time. Such a Vince McMahon thing. 
it's called it's like the greatest wrestling match of all time how do you know it's not done yet it's such okay a, um, such a Vince McMahon thing now this might have been my mac my match of the show um I don't I'm gonna have to rewatch it because I do have some slight criticisms of the main event um but I think the men's elimination chamber match fucking killed it dude it was great it was really good um, they gave a lot to a lot of people. They gave Bronson Reed a lot, dude. They did, but then he got eliminated first. I was true, hope- but I, I was mean, hoping he... to see his splash. I didn't get to see his splash. I was a little oh wait, a, a splash from the uh, top, top of, of the, yeah. the pod. His finish. Oh, well, that would have been cool too. Yeah. I don't think he can even get up to the top of the thing. Um, I don't think there's no, enough room for him true. up there. <laughs> that's not physically possible. He'd I think have to he could jump off it, but I don't think he could get up there. Well, I don't think there's enough room for a big dude like that up there. Um, you know, I don't think I he's super tall, but I don't think. Bronson Reed is great in t- these train wreck type matches, dude. He was always, he, when he did the uh, um, ladder match for the North American title, he was great in that. Yeah. Uh, he, he can really do it all, dude. He can do the slow Japanese style matches. He can do the fast paced uh, style matches. So, shout out to Bronson Reed. Really yeah. looking great. We wish and you were in New Japan still, but we do. And I understand, but I see him now, and he has like it's just a, a lot more confidence. And I, I can think see. He's, him. I think he's feeling it. And I think once you get like a babyface champion, like Cody, I can see somebody. Like Bronson being the first opponent for him or being an opponent for that baby-faced champion at some point. Or you can do it the other way around. If you can build him up so the audience hates him a little more, that's a great idea. Or Um, you can babyface him if you want to have Roman come out of this clean and you can have Roman lose to him at SummerSlam as the babyface. I don't know. Hey, who was the guy that was with Gargano? The bald dude? What's his name again? DIY? Uh, Oh, Ciampa. Yeah. What yeah. happened to him? Isn't he injured again? He's pretty injury prone. He has okay. been, yeah. I and just, I love him. He's awesome. He just too. disappeared. He just disappeared. Uh, so, But there yeah. were some great spots in this match. Um, I thought Montez Ford looked really great, too. Uh, yeah. As did Gargano. I, I mean, they all did. Fr- Rollins is... Finally, uh, Rollins is building on me after years of not liking him. Um, I'm starting to actually... Oh, his you know, wrestling yeah, I've is, always been Rollins. Rollins' you always characters have, but... haven't been consistently good. Um, and... They have changed constantly. He's his constantly best, changing. as we've said, his best incarnation, even to this day... Uh, I love the bright drip suits and all that stuff. That's been fun. I love him coming out with those Astro Boy boots as I did in one of my drawings recently. That was ridiculous. Right, but re- ob- I, I think I said it in the post. I said, well, they're not that much. They're like 300 but um, um, obvi- I said it was obnoxiously entertaining. I can agree with that. It was that's obnoxiously I, entertaining. And that's I, I know peak. you think the whiny, the whiny uh, prick... The whiny prick, out, chicken or, shit heel with the bunny yeah, in the bank. Yeah. And when but, he you know, he in, can't really. It's like he, he almost can't that do title, that character anymore. He the can't J&J that security. Anymore. Right. Well, I'm not saying he can or he can't, but um, yeah. the J&J, J&J security, security era, was great. Fantastic. That was his best iteration was that 
uh, winning that, cashing in, and all that stuff. Yeah, and it's it's been tough for him to kind of find an identity since then because he he tries to be a baby face, but he's got just like this tingly like it's annoyingness yeah. to his voice, right? Like he's he talks, he's got like that. I don't know if it's like I know he's from the Midwest, from Iowa, but he just got has this kind of high gravelly voice. That's yeah, just really yeah, tough. he has. He's kind of got some like this. Yeah, I I, I know what you mean. It, it's kind of weird sounding. Um, but you know, he, if you, they can keep him as this babyface character, I think if, and he stays babyface and doesn't do anything stupid and they don't book him to like kick someone in the balls or fucking punch someone with the, you know, I think it could be really good at WrestleMania. I think him and, uh, him and, uh, Logan Paul could potentially tear the house down. No, they will. No, I have no doubt in my mind they will. Um, no, that's yeah. gonna that's gonna be the, the you know the third like the that's gonna be the signature match of the event I bet in terms of, in ring you know. Uh yeah yeah that could be great. It's crazy that we're saying that about Logan Paul, dude. Uh, as the much guy as I hate just the dude, a, yeah me too. As much as I don't like him, he's and, this kind of a scammer and shit. But it, it, it rests. No, here's my question though. I just think of this today because I was thinking of AEW WWE and how they like. You know, there's a lot of backstage people that talk shit. Well, do you think they taught him the buckshot lariat on purpose, like, to be dicks? No, I just think he knows how to do it because he's a really good athlete. And yeah, he, but yeah. here's the thing. Someone had to tell him, give him a finisher. Someone had to be like, you know what, do this for your finisher or, yeah, but and, I or mean, collaborate with them on wouldn't it. Wouldn't you just do the wanting angel or something like that or something a little more prominently I obvious? feel like that would be... That'd be straight up gimmick infringement at that point. Uh, they they at least respect the business enough not to go and do the one wing angel. But I mean, I mean, it, uh, you I don't know, know, I don't know the buckshot lariat. It, it's it's his move, you know. That's so it's like, I, 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 I don't know. Is, is Adam Page the first person to use that? Probably not. I mean, because it's really not a move. It's a combination of two things. But I bet you but, Logan um, Paul's like wrestling move like knowledge is not any further back from 2015 or something like that anyway yeah that's tr- probably true when he was a kid watching um so because yeah, uh, how old is logan I, paul I, uh, no clue bro 28 that's, or something that, that's what probably I would younger i would say 26 but if, let me see he's 20 he was born in 95 27 so. he's 27 20 27 okay yeah Hey, at least it's him and not his brother. His brother annoys me even more. Actually. Although, you know, so. Kenzo kind of... You like Logan Paul, right, Kenzo? Because he wanted to get Prime Drink the other day, right? But, Dude, of course, my wife yeah, is not a be, fan of his kid, because well, kids, of the whole kids Japan like, thing. <laughs> kids, kids like him, but... Of I course, mean, my wife it, will never be a fan because of what he did in Japan, but... Yes, yeah, well, uh, yeah, of course. Um, but, I mean... You know, kids don't know things what crypto scam and rug pool means, right? So, even if they did, they'd probably think it was cool. Yeah, exactly. They'd probably ask you to buy in on it. Yeah. Um, I was going to say Montez Ford. So, I had the volume off for some reason, and I actually thought Montez Ford got fucked up, dude. Could you tell it was a work? With, With the curve stop to the outside of the ring, I just think he sold it right, but I think they. They well, probably like the med- well. They had to open the door for Logan Paul, but I, I realized that afterwards. But yeah, I actually I, thought that he was like fucked up. I think they saw it backstage and they said, 
you might want to go check on him. Well, well, no, they had to open the door for Logan Paul. That was the whole right. reason they checked on him, so Logan Paul could get in. But oh, um, okay, but I, no, I he's, he was great. Uh, he was a great sell. I thought the run-in was good, as much as I don't like run-ins. Um, this was a good one. It sets up WrestleMania. It sets up plans. Yeah. Um, yeah. Austin Theory is still the United States champion. He's probably going to beat Edge tomorrow. I believe that's the match, Austin Theory versus Edge tomorrow. Okay. So a nice little, uh, nice little quick uh, open challenge uh, right off the bat. Who, um, who, so, who does uh, you think Theory end up with at WrestleMania? Ooh. Yeah, I have, I have no clue, bro. Maybe to be Ricochet, honest, Bronson gets... Reed, or uh, Ricochet is, is is it? Is it We'll see the thing with Rick, Montez Ford and Ricochet is they're kind of in tags right now. They're in tag teams. Oh, but they. I could see be. Johnny Gargano because they have a history. Well, there's in two Austin days, Theory, so there's like no reason why. Match. There's two days, so there can't be any reason why Montez Ford can't tag one night and have the United States title the next night. Plus, they need to start. I don't know, man. Out. You'd have to ask me who's going against. Uh, I'm less interested in who's challenging Theory than who's challenging Gunther. Oh, right. Gunther wasn't even on the show, was he? Wow. No, there was no intercontinental title. I would have loved um, to see him in that inter-elimination chamber. Just do Gunther versus Sheamus every WrestleMania from here on out, and I will totally be cool, cool. with that. Let's do it. So, um, what did you think of the main event? Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn. Roman Reigns I, wins by I, pinfall. It it was it was good it was good um I I I kind of realized why they had to do it then um I still preferred why they had to do what the match they had to do the match in Montreal I, I see the temptation there I still would have done it this way I think we talked about it I would have had Sammy win the elimination for chamber gold dash. huh for double, double gold, gold dash. dash yes. I still, after, even after the way they presented it, you could have had those same elements to it in an elimination chamber match, just like you had Logan Paul interfere. And, uh, you didn't have to have Roman wrestle on this show. The thing that kind of sucks about Sami Zayn is you've seen interviews with him. He's very, he seems like a pretty smart guy. Yes. And he seems pretty self-aware. I know he's kind of neurotic and stuff in yeah. real life. But the uh, thing about him is, in one of the recent interviews, he basically said the truth, but the truth is kind of shitty. He's like, I'm not the type of dude that is as marketable as, you know, some other guys. And uh, Well, no, I think it I'm was with, really our, our, with Ariel... Uh, Hawani. Hawani, yeah. They asked him, can you be the guy? And he said, well, I can be a guy that can hold the title for a little bit, but I can't be someone that is, like, the face of the company, basically, is, is what Which, I'm paraphrasing. it's like, I hate to say this, bro, but shave your beard, cut your hair short. You could be the face of the company. You are the face of NXT. Well, um, that's, a, I mean. even with this current look, dude, you know, Brian did it. So, I don't know. I, I just, Brian, I, he is if right. If you're going He's that right. way, just get a little better haircut, maybe, you know. Get a little like, better haircut. A little yeah. more stylish haircut, and you can pull it off with the beard. I mean, 
he's got kind of the who's who was the janitor on uh um, oh jeez the janitor from the simpsons willie yeah uh willie yeah yard keepers willie or whatever groundskeeper willie groundskeeper willie yeah but anyway that's what but no no i think these days you can go with the big beard and you know he's got uh a good baby face smile and yeah unbelievable oh yeah and the um, way the match was done, it, it still left a little bit of an open. You know what I would do with the matches for me? The match money is not with the <laughs> Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, which it looks like that's what they're building towards. I would do Solo and Jimmy Uso. I was thinking that too. I was thinking that same thought yesterday. And I was thinking you could do you could do uh, Jay and Sammy versus yes. Jimmy and Solo. That that or thing. you could do make it a trios, right? Well, it would still be a tag, I or guess. you, or if you could get a third guy for the bloodline. Yeah, yeah. Bring bring back. Oh wait, that guy's passed away. Tomatonga. Um. Uh, <laughs> yeah, throw Tomatonga in there, dude. That's sick. I love this. That's another rumor. But, here. But but you know that's not I, a rumor. But no I, one's saying that. Yeah, well, no, Tom Atari himself is saying that Triple H is knocking on his door, right? <laughs> of course, he says that, dude. <laughs> I'm he, just kidding. He, Come he's, on, listen. He's bullshitter, bro. Yeah, he is. Um, but in a in a lovely way, I love Tom. But um, no, I think the I money is obviously we want something for Kevin uh, Kevin Owens to do. But from a from a kayfabe standpoint, is there something where Kevin, I just don't see right now how Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn can just make up and hug each other just yet. I think they should have hugged yesterday. Right, but then, you know, he still punched him There's in the that. balls and did the finish. And, like, there, he was still <laughs> ready to betray him. And if, in a, in a world where Roman doesn't make him hit him with a chair, Sami still wants to be in the bloodline. Oh, that's the sad thing. Right? So that's the sad thing. So there's no there's there. I I think there's more story to tell here. Obviously there is. Um, but yeah, this this is one of those things where I'm almost just putting the faith in Triple H and saying you do what you think is gonna work. But um, I think if you're gonna Mr. do Man it anymore, let's get Solo involved because I believe he deserves. I don't know if he even wrestles on Raw at all, but that guy deserves more. He, he wrestles like once in a while. He needs to but. get more matches, and I think. The Jimmy and Solo versus Jay and Sammy, that's where it's at. And I don't know what that leaves with Kevin Owens. That's why I'd love to get like another guy for that team, and then you can put Kevin Owens in that situation. But I don't really know who else you put there. But that, where I think the money is, is having Jay with Sammy. Jay has become one of the most important pieces of the story, too. So... um but I feel like we're talking more about the future. I want to hear a little bit more about the right. match. Uh, well, you found it right. entertaining. I found mean, it entertaining. It. Uh, I guess it was somewhat predictable in terms of you knew Roman was going to win for some bullshit, right? You knew yeah. that Sammy was going to have the, the visual count and have the match won on occasion or two. I didn't know that would happen, but it does make sense. It's a pretty common move. And as much as they talk about Roman being this dominant champion, he has been beaten in almost every match. 
that he's had. That's what I'm saying. The visual pinfall. They give it to like everyone now, dude. And even with the, the, the handcuff thing with Kevin Owens. Uh, Logan Paul didn't get a visual pin on him, did he? No, I'm, I said almost. You know, but I guess that's okay, the feel. Uh, For being this dominant ass kicker, he has been vulnerable at times. And he's needed yeah. a lot of help from the bloodline to win matches. Right? Oh, and, that's true, man. And um, I did love the whole... Uh, you know, Paul Heyman interference. I loved the interactions. That was hilarious. The interactions with Sammy's wife. Didn't he wife. just totally say, didn't he just point at Roman and be like, I never liked that guy. I never liked that guy. Something like it's that. Like, and that dude will turn on anyone, bro. The interactions that Sami Zayn, uh, his wife was having with Roman. That was pretty interesting too. Uh, shout outs to her for getting involved in the match because obviously we didn't even know Sammy had a wife or kids or anything like no, that. No, I knew he did. Um, he, he's just he's you, do, you knew he's he always did. I know he's had it. He had a wife and kids. I'm guessing he's been married for a little while. That's probably I know that he's always kind of kept it like he doesn't really show them on social media or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I liked it too. I, I think this match was pretty damn good, dude. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I put it on my list of matches that were good. The the, the nitpicking is that the John Ensman list of matches that are good. It's just called <laughs> match reviews. I know. Dude, I used to review every single match I watched, and that was got so annoying. I'm looking <laughs> here. It says uh it says uh, tables TLC Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton versus Rhino and Heath Slater. Oof. Terrible finish with Bray scaring Rhino and then Randy delivering the RKO. Bad. Anyways, God, I, I can't believe they were doing Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton versus Rhino and Heath Slater. They sure did. Huh. Some of that Heath Slater Rhino stuff was pretty entertaining though. Like in the trailer park and stuff. The you know I got kids kind of thing. I got kids. Yeah, I like that. That was pretty good. Um, the the thing with this match was, I was started to get a. It started to feel real NXT ish of like Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, where it's spamming kickouts after kickout after kickout. Um, that was yeah. a little bit nitpicky on my part. I I, I don't. I don't like so many kickouts per match. Now, if it's like Wrestle Kingdom finals, and this was a huge match, so and I, I think can they really understand it. It being in Montreal, I knew they knew like we cannot have Roman drop. We can't have Roman drop the title. I knew. I don't think they, they knew. And I and as much as people wanted to see it, the whole Roman thing, like you can't let go of it just right now. Um, he could win it back the next day. I guess you could have done that, but then and, and you could have you could have done that. They did that but, with uh, Ric Flair and uh, who did he go against? And Kerry then if Von you Eric, wanted, they had this. they had it w- with Kane beating Austin, and Austin win it back the next night at King of the Ring '98. Yeah, they do that. They do that. Give the big but, win, but it does cheapen the win, though. You know. Well, that and you have this 900 day thing that you can't even talk about. Um, you know. During WrestleMania. So Roman's thing, I, you might as well get it to a thousand days now. Or you might as well get it to three, four years now. I mean, it's just so, it's like you're already in. You might as well go as far as you can with it. Um, is the feeling they have and you're, they couldn't just do it now. And they weren't expecting the Sammy thing to happen six months ago for sure. Um, so Yeah, the, the crowd definitely though, like I'll say this man. 
that crowd was near silent at the finish, which sucked that that happened. Um, oh, I you guess. Know, but they had no choice. So they had to, I know you're talking about the yeah, false finishes right. and the NXT like feel to the stuff. Just kicking, kicking out, of, out everything. of everything. They, had to, they had to really shine Sammy up good. You're right. Yeah, you're right. And this is biggest match in Sammy's career. Um, you know, he's at his hometown. There's no mistake why they were in Montreal, you know. So, yeah. uh, you know, I can kind of see the reason. That was just my nitpick. The other thing is, at the end, it started to get a little bit angly, where it was just like angle after angle. And it's like, I thought that the thing with Jay was a little a little weird. Um, and then all of a sudden, like, KO is here. And now, wait, are they afraid? Was, it was a lot, a lot to take in at the end. Jay was but, out uh, there selling for a long time for getting accidentally speared. Yeah, was he, like he was have, he did he did he go to sleep did he go to sleep for that one he just went yeah he was on the sleep on the outside for all the stuff that happened when kevin owens came out he was absent for a very long time well there was just, a chair i don't know spear. if he just left it was a that. chair spear yeah so um yeah a good show we give it a yeah. thumbs up right yeah, and I was gonna say though, um, outside of maybe Oscar winning, was there any real like? Um, well, did the, the Judgment Day won too, right? Or did they lose? Judgment Day lost. Okay. Judgment Day lost. But so Oscar won. Theory won, Lashley. which I don't think fans wanted. So the last two matches, let's say, there wasn't a lot yeah. of fans to go happy with stuff. Well, was well, yes, you're right. The only feel good moment they. You know, honestly, there's only really one feel-good moment was a on feel the show, moment, which right? is, I think she's a heel right now, though, technically. Okay. Or, it's kind of impossible to boo her, but um, I don't know. I know uh, she changed her moveset. She's not doing her hip attack and shit anymore. More, so much outside more striking. Of, so outside of maybe edge winning there wasn't any feel-good moments huh <laughs> i you don't know? think so dude you had a lot uh, i mean Brock Lesnar Ro- with the balls okay. in five minutes that's not feel good for anybody i will say this this uh, uh kevin owens doing pop-up power bombs was pretty feel good okay but then yeah, it's but like not in terms it, it ends of and it's sammy's just in the ring like thanks everyone but even it's then, like, it's sammy Zayn still had to come save him i mean uh, someone else had to come save him but it's his hometown too yeah but for the lack of feel-good moments, still a great show. That's what um, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. For the fact that there wasn't any sign- like the, the feel-good moment was Sammy coming out for his entrance, yeah. which I still don't like when they don't have the champion come out last. Didn't they say that like they they tried to make a story about that? They were like, "Oh, Roman gave up his right to come out." No, Are we, we didn't. getting this mixed up. I don't think so. I that, that's what that, they said. But... They said like, oh, yeah, but he gave up his right. WWE's to always traditionally had the babyface entrance last on championship matches, whether the they're oh. the whether they're, they're the champion or not or the challenger. But okay. I think the moment is bigger when if Sammy comes out first and gets the ring to himself for a little bit. And then you get the facial expressions of him when Roman is coming out, and you see his yeah, you, focus yeah. change. I and then you can still have that moment of him, you know, two three minutes of the cheers. I think it's a better moment that way. But that's I, I think I, I think I agree with that. And I think he's hey, the champion. God. You should come out last all the time. You know what always scares me though is that Sammy will. Um, 
fucking break both of his rotator cuffs while celebrating before the match. So <clears> that's in that John that Cena day. moment and still put together a great match. I know, but like when you watch what happened, you're like, wow, dude just celebrated in himself into an injury. Like yeah. he threw his arms up so fast. And he still does that celebration too. I'm like, be careful, dude. Hopefully they were surgically uh, repaired. But um, good show. Um, we're kind of, uh, it's leading us towards WrestleMania weekend. And uh, so we will uh, we'll be up to date with all that stuff. Before we get out of here, I did want to ask you about Elimination Chamber. Um, what do you know? I know you said you didn't watch it. Or excuse me. Battle in the Valley. My bad. I have Battle not, in the Valley. I have not had the means to watch Battle in the Valley yet. Um, maybe it's something I'll take a look at tomorrow. Or will it ever go on like, to New Japan World? Uh, probably not. Right? Like it's a pay per view, or a month from now. Is there anything I have to like almost pay give, extra? Give an STD to my computer to find. I gotcha. I got gotcha. it worth it. Well, um, well, I heard a couple things were worth it. You had, uh, I mean, I watch Tanahashi and Okada wrestle any day of the week, and I want to see Eddie Kingston and. Um, well, you had the Eddie Kingston Jay White match. That was pretty the awesome. Match. Um, I want to see. I definitely want to see Monet and. I'll say Kyrie. this: Eddie Kingston looking a little <coughs> bigger lately. No disrespect to him. If you're listening to this, I'm a big guy myself. Uh, but he kind of grew out his beard a little bit, looking a little bigger. Um, still wrestles his style, and he does that good, good Eddie Kingston style. But pretty emotional match. Uh, David Finley cuts a promo on um, Jay White after it. He's tired of being treated as an outsider wherever he goes. And said, if anyone is in a New Japan ring in any company, it better be with his permission. That's what Finley said. So we'll see this, you know, Finley's had a lot of stop and starts over the years where we're so excited for him and then he disappears. Well, our review, his peak was the New Japan Cup match against Jay White where he had that bad ankle and beat him, right? Or He did win the best of the tag, the tag league with Right, but I mean, Robertson. that is, you're right, but I think his individual peak... Um. Would have been, I think that New Japan Cup run was better for him yeah. individually. He's he's definitely had some good runs. So uh, I always look forward to seeing Finley stuff because I like him and I think he's a good wrestler. And it, um, he so. got himself in a little better shape um, at one point. Oh too, yeah, and, and really way better, way better his, shape his than, look than together. when he was a young lion. And he really pulled his look oh, together yeah. when he had well. his like beard and all. Dude, I yeah. did not like. No, no, no. He, uh, I, I, I agree though. Um, so that was that. I'm gonna have to watch more of that after we get out of here. I'm actually gonna try and go watch some of these this stuff. The Tom Lawler. Uh, so I watched the Homicide versus Tom Lawler. I had a friend over and I was watching it in the background, and with the noise off, it looked awesome, dude. But uh, the reviews were not as good. There was a lot of plunder, but it, it was a filthy rules match. Do you know what that means? No. No DQs, no ropes. So it's like a blood sport kind of thing? Pretty much, yep. Yeah, yep. 
And uh, but uh, unlike Bloodsport, there was a lot more wrestling deathmatch shenanigans. Yeah, where Bloodsport's more along the lines of just like two people fighting, right? Right. I'm not a huge fan of the no ropes concept. I don't know. It's I an just... interesting person that likes that stuff. No, well, I mean, everyone. If, I, if you like it, okay, I get it. But I mean, I just personally, I like those uh, not borders, but I like that containment feel. I, I agree, and I but like, we see like no rope ropes. matches so on. We see no rap rope matches so uncommonly that they are kind yeah. of a fun distraction um, sometimes. Uh, I thought that match looked good. I don't know much of Homicide. He seems like one of those like legends that I passed me by. Um, so I don't really know the guy at all, to be honest. Did, did you ever watch Homicide? I mean, I've always known who he was, but hadn't seen much. I mean, it was probably in an era of... Like... I don't know if I don't want to assume, but it was like a new Jack style of guy, right? What was wasn't he doing TNA and stuff? I don't know, TNA, man. We're gonna have to do Ring an episode Honor. about him. I don't know how. I mean, okay. let me look up. I mean, let's look up a little bit because I bet you something's gonna click with me. Because I kind of almost want to do an episode on him because he seems like a good wrestler who's later in his career, and a lot of people like him. Um, well, he's forty five. I used so. to. He's four. I used to get him mixed up. It was Homicide, and there was another one. That low I key. Anyway, I don't remember. It wasn't low key, but it was like it, the name was kind of like Homicide. It was a similar so, type. I, I, he was in uh, Jersey All Pro Wrestling. He was in uh, JAPW. That's but Jersey where did All he get Pro, big yeah. at? Just indies in the indies. Was he like a big indie guy? Ring of Honor. He had a, f a feud with Steve Carino in 2002, 2003. That's a big deal. He that was would the, be, that oh, was a big the, deal then. He was in the Rottweilers tag team. I think yeah. he was oh, in the LAX too. Rottweilers with Loki, Ricky Reyes, and Rocky Romero. Wow. So, so, so he's basically a Ring of Honor guy. Feud with Colt Cabana. Okay. Feud with okay. Jay Le uh, Best of Five series with Jay Lethal in 2005. It, oh, here you go. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. Best of Five series and feud with Jay Lethal. In January 2005, Homicide began a Best wow. of Five series with the American Dragon. So, bet you that was good. Yeah, that that's right about that time. Okay. So, okay, cool. I think so for the most part... Yes, and he was in LAX 2008. So, for I Ring think... Ring of it, Honor guy, though, for and the he, most part. And then he had a TNA run. Um, but I think you can basically... Tie him down to a ring and a ring of honor guy. From what I see, well, maybe we'll uh, maybe you and I'll find some of his famous matches and we'll watch him because I, I, out of respect to a lot of these wrestlers, I want to know more. You know what I mean? And I know you do as well. So we'll have to find out a little more about him because people talk about him like, oh, we've known him for years, you know. And it's like I don't know him. Um, you know, a guy like named Homicide was never going to make his way to WWE. They'd have to change his name to like <laughs> Aggravated Assault or something like that. <laughs> I was thinking of the code for the Homicide, whatever, like whatever that code is. But yeah, one eight seven. It is. Yeah, it is misdemeanor battery with an added aggravation. Okay, um, Zack Saber Jr. defeated Clark Connors. I heard this was not that great until the last few minutes. 
which kind of sucks to hear that because well, there was only a last few minutes. Was, yeah, it, I, I think, know it was fifteen minutes. Um, I saw. You know what I did watch, and I do recommend watching, which I kind of enjoyed, was the press conference that was on in JP WWE. I haven't. No, the NG the NG, press conference for, for, battle, for, for battle in the Valley. Battle in the Valley, yeah. Well, the press conferences are always great. I, I got to watch the WWE one too. The it WWE was literally, ones are, it's. It was literally. It seemed like it was done at the Holiday Inn, where like right next to where it they was serve probably. Uh, the, the like the Continental Breakfast was in the background or something like that. It was very <laughs> it's poorly the same lit. room. They just. Um, I love that about New Japan. Uh, to be honest, dude, I like that. Yeah. Oh, I in America, it. In, they get like the little hotel rooms and stuff. Kenta came out and did English, um, and uh, Eddie Kingston came out. Jay White was not there. But Eddie Kingston came out and gave a really great. Said, "I'm not losing because I dream about being in New Japan." New Japan, and he started name dropping matches. And he goes, "I don't like WWE. I never like those type of matches. I want to be a New Japan wrestler." And there's no way. You know I'm what, this dude? Match. Don't. Uh, I- I'm going to ask you not to tell me more because I'm going to go catch this right after this now. <laughs> I like know 40, the fans want to hear, but... It's like 40 minutes. And, oh, I'm cool with that. I, uh, I the love girl the hosting pre- it I was every press conference. The girl hosting it, you've never seen her. Actually, I remember at New, New Japan Strong, she was one of like kind of the people there that was leading people around, and she was really nice it's to me. It's not Denise Kenta. Salcedo, is it? No, 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 no. Um, Emily okay. May... Because okay. I remember, so she just she's she's just a uh, production person for. Um, I, she does interviewing, and I think she's done stuff for WWE recently. But um, when we went to the New Japan Strong Show, she was there, like helping run the merch stand, and she was really nice oh, to cool. Kenzo and like just you know, and the other person who does ring announcing was really they were just really friendly to the little kid that came to the show and you know, helped us get better seats and all that stuff. But, um, you know, she was hosting it. So there's someone different there, but they kind of came out and did their thing. And Tanahashi Nokata did it. Um, they had a translator, but it seemed like in a very dark room and it's, it was, it was weird, but it, it was, uh, especially just for hearing Eddie Kingston. Uh, and also on YouTube, there is about a 25 minute video of, of Mercedes of Mercedes. I saw that. I saw that. Tell I me your reaction the, uh, to that. About half t- of it. How did you feel about it? I, it looked okay. I mean, it's just, you know, she's a rich lady going to Japan. Now, she did get very emotional a few times, though. Which I, was I, nice seeing that vulnerable side of her. I, I, I really liked it, and I sincerely, like, see her um, emotion, and I believe it. And it's a really cool moment for her. But you see these little. You get to see Trinity. You got to see Trinity yeah. in the video too. And she which was, was referring cool. to Pam called me, and if that that's Bailey. Um, and the, oh, you know, that's Bailey. Yeah, and the text messages from Triple H and all that. But the like these little hints of her, like just you can tell that she's a very thinks very highly of herself. You know? Oh, dude! I, I look, bro. I, I don't want to say too much, but like I've always heard, I've always heard that she can. If you're listening to this, Mercedes, look, I've never met you personally. Same I'm here. Sure yes, you're a great yes. person, and yeah. I love your wrestling, and I'm a fan. But yeah, I've heard too. she can be difficult to work with. Yes, and I so. think a lot of it is I think you got to be a believer in yourself in general, for especially when you go into this line of work, and you have to be able to sell yourself, and you got to stick up for yourself. And those are obviously things she believes in and has done. 
but yeah, you know, for the same thing, but I could see a point where maybe, um, she might be a little difficult to work with. And we've heard that, um, label put on her. I mean, her, dude, right? she so. literally, she literally gave back the titles to fucking Vince McMahon and walked out of the company right. straight up CM Punk style. So, I mean, that's like other wrestlers would, would, by the way, have you seen like, the pictures of CM shut. Punk? CM Punk did attend battle at the Valley. No way. He was there in the crowd. You can look at it. Wow, that is going to fuel a lot of speculation, dude. Huh. I'd be more surprised if he was at uh, Montreal, but... Um, that would have been You know, a hopefully that shot. clears up the road a little bit. And, hey, man. Uh, we've uh, And uh, Jericho did tweet... I'm, someone put something about a match with him and CM Punk, and he just commented, I miss working with CM Punk. I saw that, too. Yeah. So, yeah, let, I, uh, we've, let's we've not, said let's from the get-go... Let's not read too deep into it at right. this moment, but, you know. Hey, we've said from the get-go, it behooves both parties for them to work something oh, yeah. out. Whether you like CM Punk or not, who you blame, whatever, it behooves both of them to... AEW needs needs him pretty bad right now, actually. Um, yeah, we'll yes. s- we'll see what happens. I didn't know that. I'm gonna try to find a picture of him. I mean, no, Meltzer was there. You know that. Yeah, he, he was sitting there, with. So. Um, I saw Giselle Shaw was with him. Another executive from uh, Impact was there. Mm-hmm, um, yep. Sign yep. guy Dudley, and he was with Lars Fredrickson, the um, the guy from Rancid, Operation Ivy. Yep, who's yep, who yep. buddies okay. with, who's a huge wrestling fan. They were sitting together. Ooh, they got the nice tickets, huh? Well, Maybe. that's pretty cool, man. It's cool to see him getting out and about. Sounds like uh, he is still a fan of wrestling, which I like to hear, because when he was done with WWE, he was saying he don't even watch it anymore, you know? Right. So it right. seems like it's not that bad. Uh, Speaking of Mercedes, she had her match versus Kyrie. I was watching it when we started talking, so I haven't finished yeah. it. A lot of people said it was the best match on the show. Cool. And that's competing with Okada versus Tanahashi. So it must be a fucking great match. And I know this is kind of a side topic, and we can do this whole other thing. Do you think that this card needed an IWGP championship mm-hmm. match? Did they not have one? They, they not had initially. One. It was Okada versus Tanahashi. No, I know, I know, but initially, that was kind of added late to the card, like after the tickets. Went well, we on know, sale and we know they didn't need it because it already sold out without that announcement. So clearly, it did. It didn't yeah. Need an, uh, I mean, do you uh, feel Mercedes that, was enough to sell out the building? Do you feel like that's a little bit of an insult on that women's title? Hmm. I don't think it's so much of an insult. I, I think that New Japan wanted to give their fans more, and they wanted to give them a main event match. And, uh, you know, right, this other women's title is fairly new, um, you know. And so, no, they, they just they wanted a main event-style match in America, which I just, we don't get I just that often. I just hope that they have more women's matches on their cards than just the title matches. Oh, yeah, that's a good point, huh? That's a good yeah, point. I How mean, are you going to feud, you know? Unless, so hopefully they'll do some multi-man tags and stuff. Yeah, but I want to see some singles matches, like number one contender matches and special singles match. 
stuff. You know, uh, it doesn't I, have to be a lot. I agree. But I agree. We don't want every this, big car. We don't want there it to be, be one. Yeah. God, and, our latency is terrible right now. Too. Yeah, you. There was a few times you were cutting out, but hey, maybe it's just a sign. We're at an hour and. Oh, I put my. Minutes. I put my. Vi- I put my video off. So huh. I'm going to go finish watching that Mercedes match. And then you had the Okada versus Tanahashi match, which is like a fine wine. It, you know, it, with age, it gets better. I think Brian, Brian Rose or Chick Fritz wrote that on uh, Wrestling Observer. It's like these matches are fine wine. They're always good. They, they are good with age. An average match from these two guys is better than most matches other, any other wrestler could even put on in their life. I mean, so two of the... Best guys of the last 50 years, right? On the short list, at least. Of ever. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he says... Sorry, Okada says he wants to reform the Dream Tag Team and go after the tag titles. I'm sure he just said that for shits and giggles. But, you know. Yeah. He is cool. not in the New Japan Cup, though. Did you notice that? Okada? Yeah. That's fine. He doesn't need to be. Because he's got to face the no, guy who comes the out of it. Usually in the cup, he. I think he has. Uh, I don't think so. To be honest, okay. they've been in the G ones, but I don't think they're in New Japan Cup. Okay. Okay. I, I could be I'm wrong. Sure done it sometime. I'm. I could be wrong, but it could be in that sh- in maybe the last couple years where they've been short of people. They've had to throw the champion in it. But I could be wrong. Well, let's uh, let's talk about the New Japan Cup next time. Um, yeah, because we have that starting up in March, right? Yeah, that'll be starting up, and so we got the build to WrestleMania. We actually have Revolution in a few weeks. God, it's crazy to think that because what's, like, oh, that's when I March fifth. Is the that big March match? 5th? It's Danielson and Mjif, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you just call him Mjif? I was just sounding it out. Mjif. <laughs> Hey, Mr. Mjf. Yeah. Uh, so we got Revolution coming up, um, and it's going to be interesting. I do think that AEW, this last week, has been particularly critical for them. I mean, there's been a lot of criticism of them, and I do think Tony's feeling that, dude. Problem is, is what he'll do is he'll be like, I'm feeling the criticism, and he'll just put another John Moxley match. You know what, though? I, I think like, we've said it from the get-go. He needs somebody to be like his nut clear number two. Or somebody that he, like, that's why I thought William Regal would have been great there. As just being his, like, right-hand man or someone to tell him, hey, Tony, you got to do this. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't think he has developed. He's got Christopher Daniels, right? Christopher Daniels is the... um, He's the talent relations guy. Talent relations, and that's a huge one. He's got Tony Schiavone, who is also in talent relations and helps... I then, love Tony you know, Schiavone, uh, but I don't think he's a guy that's going to be, like, the clear... Like, he had such a gap in wrestling that... He's definitely not as knowledgeable yeah. uh, as, you know... No, but um, he... I mean, I, I think he's a valuable guy to have. Don't get me wrong. And I think he's well-deserving of the capacity he has. But he needs somebody that he can... That can call him out on stuff or you know someone that he needs somebody that he respects to be he yeah needs that one right of the issues man. is you have you have a lot of really smart wrestlers who, or or just uh, um 
entertainers or whatever who work with him, but I've heard them say, like, I don't get involved in all that stuff. See, that's like, what I'm saying. He, you've got, like, needs... Jim Ross. You've got Chris uh, right. Jericho who have said, like, oh, I just do my job. That's what I'm saying is he needs to – the person can, is probably already there. It could be Chris Jericho. Um, that would be the guy I would You pick. definitely don't want a, a yes man. Yeah, you want someone that will – Take your ideas, throw them against and, the wall, and see if they he stick. He needs to know? be. He needs to go to someone and say, "Hey, Chris, I need you to be my right hand guy with this stuff and help me book stuff because I can't." You, you should know. hire Ghetto, or maybe even Excalibur would be good at it. He needs somebody that he can, awesome. you know. But 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 he might have that person. We don't know. We you we know? could we not know. It's not, well, it's not showing the, in the product. I'll just put it that way. It's not mega. You know, mega. Kenny Omega. Lawyer. Who? No, she's the she's the primary legal for um, AEW, and she's like the second in command. Well, yeah, you but that's from about? a business aspect. No, I don't know that. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying she could help with booking. Yeah, he Probably needs somebody not, huh? to really like spend some hours with. He needs to stop booking. He needs. To, I don't know how to put this. Maybe he needs. I don't. We don't know anything. Maybe this is already happening. He probably needs someone else to book have no dark and dark elevation. What we're talking about, but he needs. He needs to find less time to book alone. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, but maybe time to throw out the notebook from your childhood, get Word or Excel or something like that, and you know, upgrade it a bit. So we'll see what happens, dude. This week's going to be important um, for AEW. Again, because I, I think this whole weekend is kind of a wake-up call for them. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, I am going to get out of here watch that uh, Kyrie match. And I always watch Hate EW because I think that show is hilarious. What so, is that? It comes out. You don't watch that? Is that the thing that RJ City hosts or something? Yeah. The oh, is it? Comedy I've seen bits and pieces segment. of it. Yeah. It's like Space Ghost Coast to Coast kind of. The is awkward it, interviews. It kind of reminds me of that... that um, Barstool guy with the long hair that interviews people, and there's always that guy uh, eating guy? in the middle. No, no, he just interviews random people. He's interviewed Jeez. like Randy Orton before, but I bet you if you saw it, if Has you ever he interviewed going, MJF, I don't think so. But that would be great. Okay. But he's interviews okay. like Aaron Rodgers. I've seen, he interviews a lot of random sports. Is people. it is it comedy? Yes, because he'll ask you this really awkward question. And then he, there's just like some random fat dude with no shirt on just eating something disgusting in the middle of it. And he's had Randy Orton on the wow. show. Like he'll like literally he's hand, like, who the fuck is this? He'll hand Randy Orton a note. Right? And say, read that. And he's like, I can't read. And he's like, oh my God. And he's like, no, that's what it says. Like, you know, like that kind of humor. Okay. Or okay. He'll, that, he'll, yeah, that's, that sounds pretty similar. Yeah, and he's just RJ City's a little bit more flamboyant and feminine, no, I've seen him. Yeah, and uh, he he was okay. he was uh, David Arquette's first angle back into wrestling. He was doing it in the Indies around here with RJ City wrestling him. Really? Yeah. I I know I dude. There was a great one he did with uh, Stephen Regal or William Regal, and uh, William Regal's like, "Get up and do a role. Do it right now." And like he got intimidated, and he actually did a wrestling role. So it's like, oh, he actually is a wrestler. He's a worker, yeah. He definitely is. I was like, okay. He did. He did a stand-up comedy routine back in the day where he would go through putting a wrestling match together, and uh, 
the joke was that like he would explain the match verbally and you would see it in your head and it was like an awesome match you know what i mean oh really so yeah rj shout outs to rj city um so i'm gonna get out of here you're gonna get out of here um we are at wrestling and pod yes you're staying there okay i'll stay here we are at wrestling and pod at in ring art at john ensman Thank you guys for listening, and we have a lot of stuff planned for the future. We are excited yes. to talk to you again soon. And, I got new uh, stickers, too. Else, you saw those? I got new stickers. Um, I saw the new stickers. We'll, we'll throw those at the top of our next show so we so we can do a little lapel ad. pins coming right. soon. Hopefully, by the time we do our next show, I'll have the lapel pins, but, you know, soon. Hell, yeah. That's what's up. He's got all They're the good stuff. All the March good stuff March 31st um, exclusives. Dude, you, it's almost like you should be called Wrestling for Sale or something. Mm, that's, I wonder if that's taken. I, I doubt it. That's kind of a dumb name. Anyways, um, all right, man. Uh, hey. We will talk to y'all later. Have a great night. Oh, and we will see you later.